everybody, it's Beatrice. Uh, Before you continue listening to the podcast, I do want to warn you that some of the topics we're about to discuss can be triggering. So if you don't want to hear any form of discussion about sexual assault or pedophilia, then I recommend not listening in on this one. If you do decide to listen, it's a great podcast. If you don't, uh, it's okay. Uh, We'll be back next week and... Hopefully, we won't have to talk about this stuff next week. Um, so yeah, enjoy. Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. I'm Beatrice Murad, and today I'm joined by Michelle Anderer. Hello. And April Collins. Hi there. Today we will be discussing the ninth episode of Fruits Basket, Yuki was my first love. Warning, spoilers for everything that has aired up to this point. Uh, some of us have read the manga, some of us have seen the early 2000s version of the anime, but we won't be spoiling anything beyond episode 9. Uh, you can find out more about this podcast at OverlyAnimated.com. You can subscribe to us on iTunes at OverlyAnimated.com slash iTunes. You can find us on Spotify or on YouTube at YouTube.com slash OverlyAnimated. All right, tell me, what are your general thoughts? Or you know what? Let me start with my general thought, which, because you guys are going to get to the other stuff, <laughs> but I just want to have this. Hanajima Saki is the greatest character in existence. <laughs> oh my God. She's just, she's, she's, she's so amazing and beautiful and extra, like, I never know what's going to happen with her. And the moment she just, and the way that the, again, props to the the translation team and the subbers over at um, Crunchyroll. Because when she just goes, alas, and just falls to the floor. <laughs> and she just, she never does the race. She never does it. And it's so great. And by the end, even the, the, the PE teacher, like, gives in and joins her in her <laughs> game of poker. I don't know what it was. I'm assuming it's poker. Point is, she's the greatest. And I, I, I don't think I will ever meet a character in this world of the basket of fruits that is as good as <laughs> Hanajima. And that is that, my take of this episode. But what are your general was thoughts? Like the best of in a while. That was such a good. It like it kept evolving because yeah. first it's just her, and then a few boys join, and then like Shigure and Yuki yeah. and Kyo, and yeah, the teacher are like all there, and they all get sick because of it. And it's just <laughs> the best yeah. culmination. It's so funny. See, but is she sick from it? That's what I want to know. Like, is oh. she okay? Is she feeling okay? She's pretty tough cookie. She might have like had extra layers on underneath Maybe. her. Her gym clothes, yeah. I wouldn't put that past she was, her. She was like one of the few people wearing pants. That's that true, true, yeah. So. That is very true. Um, but what about you guys? What was what were your big general thoughts of this episode, April? So this episode was very eye-opening for me because I thought I had a really good handle on like the characters and everything like that. And then like they started like going into like uh Haru's backstory and I was like wow I don't remember anything about this show <laughs> um, but also I I maintain that the emotional abuse in the Soma household is very very bad so bad um, I don't understand why CPS hasn't been called on this uh, clan because 
There are so many things wrong with them. Um, but it was it was a good episode. I, I definitely enjoyed the running gag of Hanajima being dramatic and extra um, AF. It was beautiful. She She's like, besides like Toru, she's probably my favorite character. Um, and then even like, we got a little bit more of like Shigure's personality this episode too. Like him just being like, oh, Yuki, you're a naughty, like a dirty <laughs> And I was like, I like, I was like, this is inappropriate, but also very hilarious at the same time. Um, but yeah, I like, th- I feel like there wasn't like too much going on in this episode. Like, it, I don't know if I, anyone else felt no, that yeah, way. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was, yeah. Very, it was very light. It was it, a lot. Ha- but I mean, it really makes it makes the previous episode stand out for being very yeah. heavy. Yes, so I I think that's kind of nice, too, like, that, like, we're in, like, kind of a lighter episode, and, like, I mean, not to, like, say that, like, what Haru went through was, like, not bad or anything like that, but, like, in its place, like, it's sort of, like, less terrible. I mean, I guess they just thought he was dumb, which I don't even, how do you even get to that conclusion that, like, oh, like, you were being a kind um, the, your animal spirit was being kind and let the rat ride on your back. Like, I don't understand how that makes you dumb, but okay, so I a family. It's the ox didn't know the rat was catching a ride with him, and then the rat, like, hopped off first, so it got to be the first one there instead of the ox. Oh. And that was the trickery. Because yeah. I don't think he yeah. gave him a ride on purpose. I think he just, like, snatched a ride. Yeah. But I think that says more about the rat than the ox. No, yeah. totally. And not so, just that, but, like... Poor, like, how can, how can, how can the, look, oxes, their necks can't go all the way up. How is it supposed (laughs) to know? They're not owls. Come on. Exactly. So I feel for him, like, that's not fair to call a kid dumb just because of his spirit animal. Like, whatever. Um, But I I do love him. He's very, he's very attractive also. Uh, I'm digging the black and white hair thing. Like, I had a moment where I was like, I should color my hair black and white. (laughs) (laughs) Do Um, it. it. Yeah. So it was it was a nice episode. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, Michelle, what about you? Uh, I feel kind of bad because I think I was like least high on this episode than any episode so far. And I was looking forward to this episode more than any episode because (laughs) Haru is my number one. He is so beautiful and he's bisexual and he's everything I want to be except like I swear this was the thing like in the initial anime he made such a strong impression on me because he's one of the few I actually remember and I, it's been so long now, I don't know what they did with him that was different, but his introduction here felt kind of worse than there, because in the, la- the last time, I remember, like, the distinction between his, like, black and white hotter sides was kind of a little more explicitly clear, Mm-hmm. Um, but in this episode, it didn't feel that different because even when he's like, quote unquote, being the nice hotter in the beginning, he still like trips Kyo and like wants to fight him. And that's before like his personality is supposed to have changed. Right. And I think we're supposed to assume like, oh, he's like a super nice guy. What's this? He <gasps> now he's like kind of out for blood. But like he seems sort of out for blood from the beginning in a more subtle way. So 
that kind of threw me because I loved him so much initially. But this version of him, I don't know. It might take a little more warming up, too. Also, I'm, like, kind of disappointed in Shigure. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> we'll, talk, we'll talk about him. But, um, <laughs> but do, do, are you saying that uh, Haru is now less black and white and more gray? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, but I don't like that because it's less fun. Right, right. For him, because yeah. that's his whole thing is like he he's two extremes almost. Right. And he's not like really that nice at all. The only nice thing he did was for Yuki carrying him on his back. And that's because he's explicitly said he's in love with him. That was his first crush ever. Right. But I don't know. I, I just... I, I feel bad that I'm not as high, but like I really liked him before and now I feel kind of weird. That's okay. It's yeah. just expectation. That's you're you are I completely understand that that where you're coming from. And question, do you think that maybe one of the reasons why he's not as explicit is because they didn't want to make the comparison to Kaguras? I mean they, they in the episode they but say they, like, oh he's just like Kagura. Yeah, they do they make do it. Make, they but make like, it. Yeah. But I feel like they're, but like I agree with Michelle that like the, it's totally like not the same as mm-hmm. like because you could like there was a very obvious like difference between the two of them. But even like like when he's like I guess like not the dark Haru, he's still very like the same. It's just yeah. that he's got like a less intense voice to him. Yeah, and like maybe like the way he's like drawn looks slightly different like that's the only like differences that i noticed but it wasn't even like that much so like i i 100 understand michelle's disappointment so <laughs> so was and i i didn't watch the 2000s anime but um was kaguda less extreme in that or was she equally as extreme in that she one as she was like equally as extreme yeah so, they do, so hmm, that's interesting maybe they should yeah. have just gone like extreme with him too maybe like you know it would have because if they are going to make that comparison then well, i mean you're right he was he was i didn't really see that much of a difference between dark yeah. haru and not dark haru i don't know it's called like light haru i don't know (laughs) yeah Yeah, but like what was it because they were like oh well like like i guess like light haru is like ditzy and i was like is he even that like ditzy in this i mean he got lost for three days like that was kind of weird like his normal personality he just like gets lost and it's endearing or something i don't know that endearing that's very concerning yeah out of the house but not just that but it's like okay well then then here here's the question then is the dark and light hadu is that an actual reality or is that people projecting what they think of the cow i mean the ox onto him well no because he kind of like owned it and it's right. it's interesting too because like the i guess like his he's like oh the first time i went dark was like after he spoke to yuki and yuki was like oh well are you dumb and i was like that's a really thing to like trigger. I don't think it was that. the first time he spoke to Yuki. The first it time was, he spoke to Yuki yeah. was he said like, "Oh, like when Yuki asked him and he goes, "No, I'm not." But yeah. he went dark before that. So and I that think he yeah, with- he explained that in the flashback he was saying that so when he got picked on a lot because people heard, you know, the other somas, they heard about how, you know, the story, the rat tricks the ox, so therefore the ox must be dumb, and therefore you must be dumb, child. 
because yeah. you turn into the ox sometimes. And his dark side came out of him not being able to like channel his like frustration and anger with being picked on any other way. Like he also took up martial arts, but he said that didn't exactly like cure oh. him of his anger, which yeah. makes sense because they still picked on him, even though he started martial arts. So, like, even though he was using the exercise to kind of decompress the bullying didn't stop. So he still had that. And so he, he kind of shifted all that into a, a whole new persona. Right. That became yeah. the Dark Haru, I guess. Yeah. yeah. If anything, if anything, it was when he admitted to Yuki that he wasn't. That was the first time he was able to finally let out something mm-hmm. in a positive yeah. way, which is which is a nice message. Which is when you are able to voice your internal struggles, it's it's therapeutic, which is nice yeah. to see that visually without clearly stating it, but having it seen in through action, I guess. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I feel like I got a lot of, like, mixed signals from the whole, like, like dark Haru versus, like, it regular was, one. It because was, it was not weird. framed yeah. very well. And maybe no. that's the big difference. Because in the in the initial anime, and, like, I feel bad because, like, it honestly has been years and years since I've seen it. So, like, maybe it wasn't as good at doing it either as I remember. But, like, they, but the I feel way like they framed it, it was a lot clearer. It was yeah. a distinct difference in, like, w- when he switched, like, you could tell. You didn't need the characters to point it out. Whereas I feel like mm-hmm. now you really did need him to be like, oh, he's back to himself. Or, oh, he's turned into Dark Haru. Because you can't tell as easy the way it, it just is presented to us in this version. I feel like that's kind of the big problem. Yeah. The I framing think, is think, just not as clear. Yeah. And, yeah. and I think my other problem with it, too, is, like, because the whole thing stems from, like, um, all of these people bullying him because he's the ox and they're calling him dumb and saying he's stupid. But then, like, they make, I guess, like, the nice version of him very, like, airheaded. Oh, and I'm yeah. Like, yeah. And I'm like, wow, like, what <laughs> so, no. message are you sent? Like, I think that's, like, my other issue with it, too, is because I'm like, what message are you trying to send when, like, like you want us to feel, like, like sympathetic because he's been picked on and been called dumb even right. though he's not but then you're presenting mm-hmm. to uh, us and like it, it would be like one thing like if they weren't also like outwardly saying like oh he's an airhead he got lost for three days like kind of thing and I'm like wow like that doesn't that doesn't make me feel good like <laughs> right oh, yeah. I feel like maybe maybe if they had reinterpreted the term airhead instead of it making it seem like he's just kind of like instead of making it appear like he's dim-witted if anything it was just kind of like him un- being unable to understand like social cues or yeah. something maybe it would be more like, that or, or just like having a lack it be different. of like focus or something you know what right, i mean like, yeah I there are like other ways channel that, it right. versus just him just outwardly being like oh well i got lost for three days like what? <laughs> but or maybe even not even that. Maybe he could still get lost for three days. But it was more basic, like you said, more on like attention, being like, "Oh, yeah. I was supposed to go. Fi- I was supposed to come here, but then, but then I went I to this, this restaurant, and yeah. then I saw this thing, and then I talked to these people, and then somehow it took me three days to get here. And then they invited me over. We played board games, and right, then I left right. to come back. And then along the way, I I got stuck at this coffee shop, and then there was a bit like. There, there could have been like multiple re- being like yeah. suddenly I ended up in like 
England and I don't know how, but here I am back. <laughs> it took a while. Don't ask. Like maybe that could have been, been three like three months. Movie. I've been, it's been four months. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, there are, there are ways to make it to keep like kind of the humor and the essence of that, but also keep it kind of, cause that was what confused me. It was like, okay, so is that, that, that's why people thought he was, he, that's why people called him dumb is because he wasn't, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I just found it. Yeah. I, I just wish they kind of would have would have handled it a little bit more clearly than easily being like, oh, we're just going to show you the cutesy version of him being dumb, even though he's told us that he isn't dumb. Yeah. And it's like if yeah. you're if you're going to make an like an outward de- declaration of not being dumb, then in like that being, I guess, the source of conflict within the character, then you should make an effort to not make him yeah. dumb. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe that's why it wasn't. Maybe that's why they didn't want to do it so extreme. Though yeah. the whole like the the like if because if it for at least for, I didn't see the again I didn't see the anime. So from what I'm understanding in the original 2000s one, he was extreme. He was much more extremely kind of airheaded. I guess, and then he goes uh, from that like to being violent. Is that I don't remember? I don't remember because the thing is, I I don't think the anime is like trying to even say that he's dumb. I think the confusion is that like we don't know if he is absent-minded or just b- uh, bad with directions because the only times we see him doing something that seems kind of strange is when he gets lost for three days and when Kyo recounts like you're you're beating me up but I used to walk you home because you'd get lost like maybe it's just about getting lost and it's only a directional thing but (laughs) we just don't have any more information about him to make that conclusion so it's like all we can do is speculate gotcha and I don't want to speculate I want to know do you you think we're going to see him in like the next episode or is it going to be kind of like a one and done deal like Kagura. Oh, I think he'll come back cuz like I don't I feel like he was in at least a couple episodes. Yeah. Cuz I, I feel like, like we like, had yeah. a better relationship with him like previously. Yeah. So I mean, and that might be the other thing too is that me and Michelle just remember being more familiar with him. Right. And so coming into like his introduction feels very out of place for us as well. Right. So gotcha. it's like when it, I remember yeah. him, like I remember him being like kind of like super flirtatious with people and men and women being like really into him and him kind of playing that up. And that mm-hmm. was like part of his whole appeal. Like he's very confident in himself and he's very equal opportunity. Gotcha. And, and then like, you know, he goes from being kind of chill and easy to get along with to like this really intense side but maybe we'll see that later yeah. i don't know yeah. because i mean I, I i'm sure like kaguda's gonna come back eventually too but i yeah. mean like if we're gonna see him next episode or is maybe he gonna he might. Dis- that's the valentine's day episode so it makes oh, sense for him to come, yeah. Yeah, come back that's right true. i didn't know it was a valentine i didn't see the 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 little the 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 title of the next episode but oh yeah um, oh yeah it's Valentine's Day. No, it would make <laughs> sense. Maybe that's what we need. We just need more time with him. But I agree. The 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 introduction was kind of muddy. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's kind of talk about this this because we do learn a lot from his uh, backstory that we get, which is one he used to hate Yuki because again the prejudices of their zodiacs. But what that tells me is. That Yuki is, we were thinking Yuki was like this kid that everyone wanted their, like, that everyone kind of adored, that everyone wanted to be like, that everyone idolized, even in the family. Mm-hmm. Yet, mm-hmm. you know, this is the first time we're seeing 
oh, wait, the rat isn't some, the rat was seen as dirty. It was seen as the dirty rat, the rat, like the conniving kind of thing. So it kind of, it's interesting. Like, what do you guys think of what, how does that change your perspective on Yuki's upbringing? Because for a while, what we, the from the previous discussions, we only saw the family. I mean, we know the school idolizes him, but we thought the family did too. And now we're seeing that not everyone did. I I wonder, uh, it made me kind of curious if, like, maybe Yuki kind of, like, only gets treated specially because, like, he seems to be Akito's favorite mm. of all of them. And so maybe it kind of comes from there. But also, like, this family seems to be full of gossip and everything, too. So, like, especially because they were just talking about kids behind their backs. Um, like, they're adults or something. But <laughs> right. right. And so, like... Uh, I wonder if, like, that's, like, like part of the thing, too, is that, um, like, I don't know. He was just sort of normal and treated normally, except, like, in terms of, like, Akito. And Akito played favoritism with him versus, like, the rest of the family. Um, also, I'm just curious, like, how, I guess, the parents know about their, like, children being Zodiac members, too. Yeah, because, um, I mean, they do, they do mention it. They're like, oh, like, when his fr- dark version appeared for the first time, his mm-hmm. parents got into trouble, which is like, what does that mean? Like, what type yeah. of trouble? I think he meant that, like, he gave his parents a lot of trouble by being super... Like high, like strong, and angry. Yeah, like like, a, like an angry teenager, but like more so in gotcha. his dark persona. And gotcha. as a child. <laughs> yeah, and as a child. Oh, because I thought it was like he had kind of anger issues when he was a kid. So but it was I think like, it he, he, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, yeah. like, it wasn't that he caused his parents trouble, like them raising him, but rather like he would like get into fights with people, with kids and get people hurt. And then his parents would be scolded by whoever. I mean, it's still causing tr- like trouble. Yeah, yeah. yeah it still yeah. was like it it's made, all yeah. like I guess kind of a pain to deal with at the same time. Mm-hmm. So I just meant like it sounded like they were punished by someone rather than them being punished by just being in his presence, which sounds really bad. <laughs> but <laughs> but th- you know what I'm you know what I'm yeah. No, yeah. I, I mean it could be both. Really, like like his parents got in trouble, maybe like with Akito or something, because we all know the extent of Akito's, I guess, power in this family. Right. So it could be that like Akito was mad because he's like, "Hey, control your kid," and they're like, "We can't." He's angry because you called him stupid. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Which is, like, also, like, to, to his parents? Does, do, do his parents call him stupid, too? Which, that's, like, not... That's a big no-no. You don't... Oh, man. I don't, I don't, so I don't think his kids. immediate family did, but, like, enough of the other Somas did that, like, it still stuck a, a, a chord, and he started to actually internalize it and believe it for a few uh, years, right. which is damaging enough. Yeah, or even if, like, maybe... Um, like, his parents got a lot of, like, flack. Like, oh, like, you must be so embarrassed. Your kid's right. the dumb ox. Like, right. I can't yeah. imagine. And then, of course, like, he probably internalized that as well. And so, and I feel like also having, like, a child who's a Zodiac member is stressful in and of itself. And then for them to have to, like, deal with that as well as, like, being looked down upon simply because of their child. Like, I'm, I'm sure, like, they didn't have an easy time from that. And if they had... Um, I don't know if they were in any type of way, shape or form, like, 
I say not good parents, um, but they could have also taken that out on him as well. Like, like I can't, like, you know, it's bad enough, like you have these anger issues, but I'm also like your parent, but you know what I mean? Like, which and Mm -hmm. then in turn is more for him to internalize. Like, so yeah, poor poor sweet, so much Zodiac children. (laughs) (laughs) And here's something, here's something interesting. So, you know, he said that he didn't really talk much to Yuki as a kid. It took a while for him to actually see Yuki. But he and Kyo, like, Kyo mentioned how he would always take, like, take care of him and, like, take him. Whenever he got lost, he'd, he'd be the one to bring him back. So I'm curious. Do you guys think, despite Kyo being the cat, the one that is not in the Zodiac family, he's the one that's actually closest with the other Zodiacs and not really. And Yuki is not, which kind of, we saw that in school that Kyo was the one that was able to get make friends quickly whereas yuki was kind of shunned by everyone unintentionally but that's what it turned out he was kind of isolated so i'm curious do you guys think that the zodiacs also that happened with the zodiacs too because again kagura is super close with kyo um haru wants to fight kyo he wants to like they train together so it's kind of like i mean and it's interesting how like no one's ever except for akito which is not the greatest person to be in the, the, that we should consider but in uh, except for Akito like no one's expressly been like oh I miss Yuki so much like I'm mad at Yuki for like leaving yeah I, I feel like I, I I definitely agree that like Yuki was probably more isolated as a child than like the other Zodiac members just just from the reasons that you said which is again even more interesting that Kyo like feels that he's left out because yeah. Like, even, like, um, who is it? Like, Kagura, like, had, like, childhood memories with, like, Kyo. But mm-hmm. none of them have any childhood memories with Yuki. And the only, like, other kids that Yuki interacted with had their memories erased from playing. Right. So, that's just, like... Oh, that's really sad. Yeah, yeah, like, and then I wonder if even then from that, like, Yuki, maybe even Yuki, like, isolated himself because of that incident. Because that happened when he was, like, really young. And then he just remembers, like, Akito. And so maybe even Yuki's like, yeah, well, like, no kids will like me, not even the Zodiac kids. Aww. Like, Aww, so. Man. Poor Yuki. Poor, I know. My poor Th- this whole family. <laughs> I know, I know. We spent, like, there. there's always a moment in every podcast where we always go, poor, fill in the blank. Uh, <laughs> For our insert character yep, here. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, okay, well, then here's, some, but here's something that I find that it, it's a parallel that I'm excited to make. There is, Yugi is very much, does something for Haru that's very Toru-like, which is, just by being himself, he's having a positive impact. Like, from a very young age, he's been rebelling against the image of the rat. And it's by, like, and it's through the interaction that uh, Hadu has with him that Hadu himself is like, oh, you're right. Like, I, I'm i not dumb. And, like, I shouldn't have to, and I shouldn't have to think what you, like, that you are dirty like the rat. Um, Which is really nice. I'm like, oh, like, even before... Like, I, I, I basically, what I'm saying is I could see why Toru and Yuki would make such a great couple because there's, like, there's, like, echoes of each other within the other, which is so nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I but, agree. Yeah. Which, but we do get, for people who, like, ship Kyo and Toru, we do get that moment. Um, but I kind of want to talk about that later because that has <laughs> issues. Um, this has, there's problems with that. And we always have to end on a sad note, not on a positive one. Uh, so... <laughs> 
But let's talk about um, this kind of flashback a little bit. We because there's multiple. We have like the big flashback with with um, with Haru and Yuki, which was really sweet, and seeing Yuki as a kid and Haru as a kid is adorable always. Um, but we get this flashback where Yuki is looking at Haru and um, Kyo like practicing martial arts. And then we get this very shocking, kind of scary kind of end to that flashback, which is Akito putting his hands over Yuki's eyes. And it looks like he's pulling him away, um, which is very horror-esque uh, and very sinister. And that's what causes Yuki's, like, attack. And we know that Yuki's been, like, ill since young. She, he's had, like, kind of these, like, respiratory issues i don't know if it's asthma i don't know they never really say what it is i'm curious do you, is is it because of akito like is it is it actually that he's um he is it that he actually has like a a, a physical genetic uh thing that he was born with or was it that because of the stress that akito made him again nature versus nurture um, it basically nurtured him to have these kind of panic attacks. It's more induced by trauma than, 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 I don't know what, what causes asthma. So that, what do you guys think? Mm, I mean, he's, def- I do think he has actual, an actual illness, but it's totally possible that Akito has exasperated the situation by, I mean, I think the thing with Yuki is, like, he, um, so he did get sick as a kid, and you can tell, like, he, even when he's outside looking at Haru and Kyo, they're in, like, normal clothes, he has this, like, extra, like, robe thing on, because maybe he, like, catches a cold easily or something, but I think, like, his isolation was a combination of him being sick a lot, and that Kido wanting his company he definitely has a special interest in him and i think the combination of those two things made it a lot harder for him to interact with other kids on top of the whole some of them assuming like oh he's dirty and crafty and and it's weird right because like on one hand they think like oh he's so clever and he picks up things so easily because he's the rap on the other hand it's like oh he's sneaky and dirty and he sucks like i'm it's like interesting right like both those things can be true but it's very contradictory so i think like akito definitely had something to do with his childhood not being super fun i don't know if he made him sicker than he normally would have been but i think it's Sometimes it's hard to get better when you're kept away from everything and like your emotional spirit is just demoralized and that can lead to like further illness sometimes too. So I think like it was founded in like a real illness, but maybe being around a keto just made it harder to recover in some ways. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I feel that. I feel that. Um, so do you guys believe, what do you, why do you guys think that he studied martial arts then? Because he says that he he doesn't outwardly say, oh, it's because he liked martial arts. Do you have any guesses of this why? Um, my guess is honestly, I feel that I mean, I don't have kids or anything like that, but I feel that like martial arts is always a good like suggestion that like I like I don't know who um like teachers or people like in like those type of positions make for kids who potentially have like built up aggression or things Mm, like that. And so I wonder if like, maybe he didn't like it at 
first, um, but he probably got started in it because it was probably like his parents just trying to find like a good outlet for him. One that's mm-hmm. not going to be like destructive because in martial arts, like even though like it seems violent in nature, um, it like it there's a lot of like uh, like meditation that goes along with it and things like that and i mean it would just depend on like which type of martial arts he like practiced as well but i mean was yuki ever seen as violent like not i'm not like what like i don't like he obviously has like anger but like i mean because that i understand for like haru for instance oh like he's yeah he's aggressive and same with kill because he kill tends to be very he's a lot to handle uh so (laughs) so i can understand that for them but for yuki it was like he couldn't say that he liked it like yeah. out like in South, uh, I'm just curious like why then why I mean, would he, was it like I, a form of escape or I probably I mean, it could have been that he saw like other kids around his age doing it and, and enjoying it and having fun and he wanting to be closer to what they had he's like oh I guess I need to join martial arts but I think maybe the issue was that maybe because he is better at it sooner they kind of resented him for that and they didn't actually want to play with him that much. Because it's weird because, like, Kyo, Kyo likes martial arts just regardless. He It pumps him up. It makes him excited. He likes improving. But like, with Yuki, he he's really good at it, but he only does it when he's kind of forced to. When Kyo, like, like pushes him enough that he gets mad enough to fight him because he's angry. But, yeah, he doesn't ever do it for fun. So I wonder if he picked it up initially either he's like oh like yeah it'll release my stress like it does for them and then he just really didn't actually like it but he's good at it or he wanted to use it as a way to socially connect to the other boys or even as just an escape from like aikido and you know what i mean like it's something that he could do you know what like like he could do and focus on that like Akito couldn't participate in you know what I mean like <laughs> he's right, too sick right. he can't do it right but I yeah. mean like like if if because it it just seems like Akito has like such a firm grasp on him that I can't imagine that like you know he's like he I feel like he's just kind of like a, the helicopter parent but like even more so like you can't go to the bat. Like I'll sit outside the bathroom waiting for you. Like that's just kind of how I imagine it in my head. And so, like I just imagine that like martial arts was a way for Yuki to just like get to like do something for himself, kind of thing. Yeah. So because he's just like Akito can't participate in this with me. Like if there ever comes a time when maybe I have to fight Akito off or whoever, like I have this skill set like in the in my back pocket. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and also I feel like it, it, it could be him wanting to get stronger physically and thinking yeah. about helping. Yeah, right. It's like, I'm Escape. sick, exactly. but I want to, I can do it too, even if yeah. I have respiratory issues. Yeah, yeah. And then that will help him not have the attacks as much and then build up yeah. that strength. And maybe that's why he like focused, because I don't like when people like show like prodigies. It's like, no, they're just, they put in that much more work. And, mm-hmm. you know, so I'm like, I w- that wouldn't surprise me that he like, really worked hard on it because he wanted to like get just physically stronger yeah um, that makes so, a lot yeah. more sense though because like for him what marshall is for for kyo is what the garden is for you right yeah. exactly. that's his version of the thing that actually brings him joy and that helps him decompress so that yeah. so what features what you're saying yeah that he he did not because he loved it but because he's like i i i'm sick but this can help me not feel as weak because 
I, you yeah. know, I can be stronger physically. Yeah. Like that makes a lot more sense than yeah. him wanting to just find joy out of it. Cause clearly that's not the case at all. Yeah. <laughs> also, it also makes me so sad that like, if he did want to do it for the sake of, of, getting closer with people yeah. and then that just isolated him more that just makes me real sad that would be um, really sad but everyone seems to know seems to like be aware that yuki does not like akito like i feel yeah. like even akito knows nobody that nobody like it nobody does nobody likes him. No but like i feel like the only one them, <laughs> no, no i agree who can blame him but i feel like the only person akito cares about is yuki so it's kind of like at least the one that he like he wants to co- okay that's hard because he wants to control everybody but mm. I you know he's his favorite which is so the fact I feel like everyone like you know Haru was like I don't I know that you don't want I don't you don't want me to send you back so, yeah. like go to the main house so do you think that what like what do you think they think of what Yuki's doing like do they think he's being brave do you think that they that he's like they think that he's useless for fighting for standing up to Aikido do they not care because they're like well what are you gonna do he's he's the, he's the head of the house um like do you have any theories on like what they could think because i mean i feel like up to this point we've only seen them just kind of uh it's kind of like a resigned type of thing like behavior where they're like all right i'll like i'll support you but also i'm not gonna involve myself and join you in rebelling with him yeah, I think that's what it is, right? I mean, I think yeah. Kagura's the only one who would be with them if she could, and she can't. She's not right. allowed. Yeah. I think the rest of them, they they feel for him, and they get that his relationship is m- maybe extra more uncomfortable than a normal Soma with Akita would be. And so they get why he wants extra distance that they don't feel they need. But at the same time, I think they have like this kind of reserved curiosity about like, well, how is this going to play out? I don't know. Is it crazy experiment. We'll yeah. see what happens. Like, I think they, they're like kind of intrigued, but they don't have a strong stance either way at this point. And I think just because like, no one's ever done it before. Yeah. Well, and I, I also wonder too, if it's one of those things where they sort of just take the stance of like, well, Yuki's his favorite. So let's, let's just like Akito letting Yuki do whatever he wants kind of situation. Mm-hmm. I see. Yeah. So because like, and then it's also one of those things too, where it's like, well, if like that's what Yuki's going to do, like as long as Akito's not mad at me, like yeah. <laughs> kind of thing. Cause it seems like, I don't know. It seems like no one really cares a whole lot about Yuki and the family. Like right? everyone's like far more invested in like, each other and then like uh like Kyo. So like it, it I I just kind of get like the stance that like oh like like it's nice cuz like everyone's like oh yeah like I like oh I get to see Yuki like nice to see you but everyone's like Kyo like you disappeared yeah. for 4 months yeah. like yeah. hey like I like everyone's like way more involved in like Kyo's life than Yuki's and I think that's because of like Yuki's close like or like I'm going to say relationship, but that's not, like, right, not in right. a positive yeah. sense. Yeah. It's like, his association yeah, with Akito. Yeah. 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 So it's, no, like, yeah. his close association with Akito versus, you know, like, and, like, of course, like, Akito doesn't care about Kyo, so, like, they're, like, oh, if I associate myself with someone that Akito doesn't care about, like, then I get to fly under the radar even more so, but I still stay in line. Like, yeah, yeah. 
There is one person who showed care for uh, one person from the Somas, not including Todu, um, who uh, showed concern over Yuki this episode, but he didn't show it in the he. I I still don't I can't I can't I don't trust it. So Shigure was like, "Hey, don't uh, overdo it. Like, don't overdo it." But he was like, he was saying, "Cause if you do, your form would be revealed." And it's like in unintentionally being like, "And we'll have to like suppress minds, and like people will find out our secret, which is bad." He didn't just purely say, "Hey, you shouldn't do it because you know you're gonna overexert yourself and you're gonna keep getting sick." He was like, "No, you like, hey, take care of yourself because if you don't, then secrets out." I think, so. I wonder if that's, like, it's totally, like, not in the best, like, not the best look for Shigure, but I feel like he was also trying to, like, appeal to Yuki in exactly. a situation yeah. that, like, he could understand. Mm, it was, I like, I feel like he cares, like, I definitely feel like he cares about Yuki, but I think that he was like, hey, Yuki understands like the ramifications of transforming in front of a large group of people. And so if in order to get him to care about himself, then that's what I have to bring up. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah you sold that's me how that. I read yeah. it too. Because yeah. if you tell someone, yo, like, d- don't go to school, you'll be sick. You're not going to care. Like, I'll go to school. And especially for Yuki, like, if he spent a lot of his childhood being sick, like, shut away in a house, the last thing he wants to do now is be shut away in a house being sick. He wants to yeah. go mingle with other actual humans. So I think April's right. I think Shigure yeah. was thinking, like, if I just tell him not to go to school because he's sick, he's going to ignore me. But if I bring up the little transformation thing, that's probably going to have, like, an actual impact on him. So maybe yeah. he'll do it for that reason. Yeah, 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 I agree. I agree. You convinced me there. I just I just don't like Shigure. The more every from the first episode, he was already saying weird stuff. So now I'm like, this was just this is okay, we need to talk about this. So he look, I just don't this is the reason why I stopped watching anime. Like full stop. Like this I is the you, reason. I like I stopped like, I was, I used to watch anime a bunch when I was younger, when I was, like, te- when I was a teenager, because I didn't know any better, and I was like, oh, this is so cool. Point is, there is just a line that is crossed with Shigure consistently. Consistently. Every single time. Every time he says something, he can't just be a normal person. He has to also be a creep. And it has to be icky. And it's, in people, it's played as humor, but it's not humor. It's, it, 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 this type of humor is just highlights an issue that is a concern. I was on Twitter the other day and I saw a video that legit was this guy. It was in a, it, it was in Japan. It was this guy that was, um, a pervert who was caught molesting people on a train, molesting high school girls on a train, running away. And the girls were chasing after him. And the only thing the crowd did was just one man sticking his foot out to trip him. That was it. And I'm just like, this is why. is because this type of humor is seen as, like, acceptable. And this type, of behav- uh, this type of behavior is seen as acceptable. And just guys being guys. And this isn't just in Japan. This is everywhere. And it's just, it's gross. It's gross. It's unacceptable. And I just, I can't stand it. And I don't want to see it anymore. And it's these ki- this type of instance. It's like one time I could ignore it. I could look the other way. 
I could be like, all right, fine. But this isn't the first time she could have done something sketchy, has said something that has rubbed me the wrong way. And it's like, it's impacting the way I am enjoying the show. Because I like this show. I like these stories. And this one character is making it his mission to make me hate it and make me not want to watch it. So I just want to get, I just have to get that out. And I just wanted to get your thoughts on like, how did you react to this? Am I overreacting? And it, you don't have to say if I'm overreacting or not. It's fine. I'm not I mean, gonna put the I don't, on I don't it, think but. you're also going to say you're overreacting, Beatrice. I mean, I I can imagine somebody getting like fresh in the comments being like, hey, like it's not that big a deal. Like you're, but like the thing is like, yeah, we don't, the, any media has a chance to to say what it wants to in a good or positive way and to, to, to joke about things that actually impact people in a not good way. It's not funny. And I, I get that this, again, like this kind of thing might've been a little more ignored 20 years ago when the manga was written, but it wasn't objectively a good thing to write then either. And it's not, it's not a good thing to joke about. There there are all kinds of gross power imbalances that exist in the world and older men like thinking, oh, it's hot to go to the school and see the high school girls. It's just like not funny. And they really do to that sometimes. And it's not good. And I don't want to think about it in my cute show either. Like that's not why I watch the show. And yeah, if people like assume that being like writing off as a joke means that it's like not actually that big a deal and it doesn't harm people, it does. And pretending it's a joke is part of what makes that actually harmful. Yeah. So, yeah, it's not an overreaction. It is. Yeah. That was when, the, like, that and, like, Haru Knight not being as much as I remember were the two lowest points for me. But the Shigeru thing, like, take that out. I mean, it doesn't add anything good. You don't need that line in there. Like, who does that help? It doesn't make us like him anymore. It makes us actively dislike him. Yeah. And I want to be able to like him. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like... I'm okay with, like, perverted jokes and things like that. Like, that's totally fine with me. Like, I make a, a perverted joke every now and again. Like, let's be fair and honest. Um, I make them at work. Probably not the best place, but no one cares. I have a very, like, free, I say free, like, works place. Um, we also don't have HR right now, but not that she would have stopped us. But... <laughs> But, like, it's the pedophilia thing that just kind of, like, it, like, that. that's the thing that kind of gets me the most. And I'm, I'm just kind of holding out and hoping that, like, he doesn't make any more, like, comments and, like, in regards to it. Like, I'm fine with the perverted jokes. That's okay. But, like, don't be, like, an outward, like, pedophile. Because um, that's, that's really, really not okay. And that's, like, a, a world problem kind of thing where there's just too many cultures and societies that think that you know, that it's okay to, like, just because you're a male over the age of 18 or whatever, that it's okay for you to take advantage of younger women or younger anybody for that matter. Um, it doesn't matter if you're a male or a female. And I, I, that goes both ways. It doesn't matter what the gender is. Like, yeah. pedophilia is yeah. not okay. Like, if you're, like, a girl, pray like, a woman preying on young boys or, like, the other way around and that's something that like always kind of bothers me like there's there was like one anime i don't remember what it was 
But, like, the whole premise was that the fact that this student was sleeping with, like, a teacher at the school. And I was like, this isn't okay. Like, nothing about this anime is okay. Like, this isn't something that you want. Like, why would you want to project this in the world? And, I, I mean, if, like, the age the ages were closer together, then that would be, I guess, kind of different. But we don't know how old, like, Shigure is. Um and, I mean, we understand that, like, Toru and Yuki and, like, their classmates are all in their third year. So, that makes them, like, what, 17, maybe? No, so, actually, because I think, I think they, they said they're freshman. in junior high, though. No, no, I uh, think they're freshmen because I think they're freshmen in high school and because they said how um, Haru was a third-year junior high student and he was yeah, a so year either, younger. Either they're I seniors think, in, in middle school or their first years in high school. Yeah, so yeah. I think they're like 15. I, think I thought they said that they were, yeah. they were juniors. So I don't remember. I don't they were know. third year juniors. I don't remember exactly. But like, especially when like, I guess like age is so ambiguous that it like stuff like that isn't okay. Like if she could raise like, 19 and they're like 17 like okay fine whatever um but like she that is like 30 he has yeah. a house like he's a he has a job he's a, a full adult yeah you're gonna make a case to go down to the school because there's like high school girls there like that's that's where my biggest issue lies yeah. is with that um and i i don't it's just not something that i i care for like yeah. i said i'm okay with the joke like perverted jokes i'm just not okay with like pedophilia type yeah. humor yeah. yeah so i think for me it really depends on the context of the joke because like i'm thinking like what what's an equivalent of this that somebody who is a teenager to other teens and i feel like in my hero academia one of the things used to drive me crazy about that show is there's this one character this boy his whole power was like his hair was like sticky oh, and, yes. and he wore a diaper. He's I just like my least favorite so character. The thing is, like, so he's like a kid and he's hitting on kids around his age, but like it's still so gross and it makes you hate him because he, he like, constantly he, is just a yeah. lecher to all the girls in his age group. Yeah. And the thing is, like, the age, like, it compounds the concern because, like, as that dis, like, that dis, like, him. She could have being an adult, like, is, like, an extra layer of the grossness. But objectively, it would still be gross. Yeah. Even if the kid was younger than the high schoolers. Like, I think, like, I'd be a little more like, oh, like, he's just being a dumb kid. But I still wouldn't like it. And it still wouldn't be good. And then you'd hope that, like, as that kid grew up, they they would lose some of that perspective of, like, I don't know, these hot girls I'm gonna no, get with them. see, that's yeah. the thing. That's the thing. It's, like, I... Th- that's where the problem lies with society. Yeah. It's, like, yeah. they don't get told. They... they People laugh it off. And then it's, like, well, then he grows up to be a weird creep like Shigure is the mm-hmm. thing. And I'm just, like... But even, like, to, like, to the character that, like, Michelle was talking about, like, I hate that character, one. But I think that character is way, way worse than Shigure is. Like, Shigure makes, like... Like, like, I, I do not mind Shigure in comparison to that character. So, because, like, at least, like, Shigure's only really made this one, like, pedophilia, like, joke. Whereas a lot of his other comments have been like, oh, like, don't get caught by, like, creepers or things like that. And I'm like, okay, that's, like, that, in, 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 like, I guess, perspective, that's, like, him kind of being, like, looking out or whatever. But, like... 
it's like the pedophilia joke that I'm just not okay with. And like, and like I said, that other character is not like, I do not like them at all. Like anytime they're on the screen, I'm like, can you go away? Like now? Whereas like, I can find some enjoyment in Shigure. And then that's the difference for me too, is like that. But like, yeah. It's it's tough. Cause I feel like, and this is like a thing, like, we we might not all agree, and that's like okay, because yeah. we all are coming at this from our own kind of things. For me, I think they're both bad. I think the the, the diaper child, I don't remember his real name, and I don't care. <laughs> like he has like literally no redeeming qualities. Shigure does, but I think like that that and the fact that he's older, that's like an extra kind of because I feel like he could potentially be like a more legitimate threat because he has more power over like a high schooler like the the yeah. the, the mental yeah. difference the size difference yes. the authority difference but also like i think it's equally concerning to be able to be a really good person in some ways like looking out for your your fam and and, and looking out for the nice girl who's staying with you and be like oh you got to watch out for those creepers but then to also inherently have some really creepy qualities yourself like that it makes it really hard to point fingers and be like, you're, you're like a good or bad person. Right. Instead yeah. of just like you, you can be so kind and generous a lot of the time, but once in a while you do these really gross things. And does like, what does that mean? I think it means like you, you are still kind of gross and I hope you stop doing this. And I know it's supposed to be funny, but it's not good. And it, it has an impact on how we see you. Even if you've done all this other stuff, that's great. Like that doesn't absolve you. That's kind of how I feel. No, oh, yeah. I mean, and I mean, and I, the thing is, I'm also like seeing this trend. Well, this isn't the first time we've talked about a character on the show making a, like a weird comment. Like this is the first time that I'm like agitated, completely agitated. But it's you know, for, for instance, like in the same episode, yeah, we have Haru also saying this stuff. It wouldn't yeah. have been so off like she yeah. could just sing at I the mean, end. Like, I mean, I think I still would have, it would have, yeah, no, it would have uh, been yeah. triggered by it. But like, the, then you have this thing where like, because it's not just him. This is a thing that yeah. the show, like, it's not just with one character. The show has proven, like, has made generalizations based on gender and whatever. And we've seen with this episode, how to literally, I read it as him threatening to sexually assault Todu. Yeah. How I read okay. It. So my, so here's my other thing too is like I take this as extremely way worse because he's literally threatening to first off Toru is beautiful and sweet and innocent and pure and I think everyone knows that based off like all of the interactions that we've had with Toru but then like and I think that it's not something like it's something that you could easily pick up on her from her as well and so, especially, like, her reactions whenever, like, you know, they, they change back and she, like, ah, you know, to their naked bodies and everything like that. And so, for him to simply, like, threat, like, um, yes, it's, like, threatening sexual assault yeah. just to make another character jealous. jealous. Yeah. That, mm-hmm. Like, in my eye, that is, ex- like, that is a lot like it is I, and I think that's another reason too why I'm so cold on Haru this time around yeah, because but I don't remember like it is possible he was like this the I think first he was, time but he's, 
He was flirty. He wasn't like yeah, he, he wasn't like I'm gonna uh, like I'm gonna do uncertain things if you don't fight me. He's just yeah. like, hey, you're cute, wink, wink. Yeah, he was more so like, Haha, maybe I'll steal a kiss. Like, right, like, right, but not like I'm gonna do uncertain things. Like that is way like that is not okay for me because you don't just like to cat you don't get to casually like say you're gonna sexually assault someone. And the other thing too is I feel it would be even more so taking advantage of Toru because she is like she's not you know because she is so innocent and pure you know what I mean like Mm -hmm. so and I'm and I'm I don't mean that to be like insulting to Toru but like she like she that's who she is and so like you're not only are you threatening that but you're also taking advantage like for just the sole reason to make someone's like someone just jealous that's that makes that bothers me. And I think also <laughs> something that really bothered me about it was like he wasn't even like threatening her directly. No, she wasn't even wasn't aware of the threat. You know, her. like that's the thing. Like, it, like it, make the threat to me so I can punch you in the face. You know yeah. what I mean? Like let her react so and she'd be like, "You don't get to say that about me." Yeah. But like he is. It was literally. It's just. It was a very boys' club kind of feel to it, mm-hmm. and it was just so gross. And I'm and like Kyo was like. I don't understand what you're trying to say, but it's pissing me off. No, that's why it's I making love Kyo, me mad. Like, Kyo doesn't understand what he's saying, but he's just like, the fact that it, it involves this person I like is enough to make me mad. I don't have to get what you're really implying, even. Yeah. I, and also, like, and, but I mean, at the same time, I'm I'm like, but are you... Is it is it coming from a protective standpoint, or is it coming from uh, an ownership standpoint? You know what I mean? Which is... Obviously, from what we know of Kyo, he's very—he's probably going to be very protective. But it's like, it's a very thin line. It's a very thin <laughs> line. And I yeah. promise you, Kadu was probably saying it so that Kyo could get possessive. Not so that no, Kyo could get Absolutely, that, that was mm-hmm. why this happened. It was like, and it feels like a very like anime slash manga slash like a fanfic thing to be like i'm gonna threaten this thing you love to get you to do what i want to to yeah to because like you feel possessive of it and like i get like in a world where you're i don't know 13 14 and you're like oh that's so romantic yeah kyo's standing up for his woman but, like, actually, like, it's not really about Toru. It's about, like, this guy trying to go with this other guy to fight him. Yeah. She's not yeah. point, but the threat is real, and that's the yeah. problem. Yeah. Like, it's the same reason, like, with Shikure, like, if we're... If you assault someone, it's not because, like, you care what they think. Like, it's not about them. It's about, like, the thrill you get of, of making someone else feel less powerful than you. Like, it's still about you. That's, yeah. like, part of the problem. Mm-hmm. Like, it's... Toru's like not the point, but the the danger for her is still like legitimate. And those two things together, it's like one, it's very insulting, and two, it's like dangerous. So it's hard to not take it seriously. Yeah. I mean, and also like thank God that for for me, thank God that Kyo didn't understand what he said what was being oh. like implied. Because uh. if he was if he did understand and he still let her be alone with that guy, unacceptable. Yeah. Complete. If he did oh, understand man, that's the, true. you know, and he um, still let her be alone with him because he was stay because you know Yuki was was unconscious, you know he was he was he was ill. So for me, I just I don't know this this episode just it really showcased everything wrong with the show. 
in a very, very intense and horrible way. And I, we needed to talk about it. We needed to talk about it. Usually this podcast doesn't get that heavy. Um, even if the material of the show is pretty heavy, I mean, we do get kind of heavy, but not so dark in this way. But I mean, we, I mean, the show presented it to us, so we have to engage with it. Um, yeah. So I mean, you can't, you can't ignore it. That's the thing. Like, and I think ignoring, yeah, it's a decision. I don't think we should. Yeah, you shouldn't. Because it's um, not okay. And I think that's like, and when something's not okay, like you have to call it out on it. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and again, if people say, like, like, if you're like, oh, well, you know, it's like, it's like that, like, that's fine. The manga from a different time. It's like, well, that's why y- you can change it. Yeah. The director, the direction, this was a time to change it. Is but when also, you're making the remake in 2019, this was a time to change it. And you didn't. And that's yeah. a choice that well, was made, a creative choice. Well, and the other thing, too, is that I don't think you get to necessarily hide behind, like, the... Because that's the thing that gets me is that, like, people are like, oh, well, they're just staying really true to the manga. And I'm like, okay, well, that's fine in some regards. But, like, I think if you, like... If you're going to choose to stray away from things, like, this is a good thing to stray away from. And you know what? Like, Like, it's nice because, like... Yeah, they're staying true to the manga, but, like, the original anime that came out, like, didn't stay true to the manga, but we didn't also have this issue. So, you know what I mean? And, yeah, that was yeah. however many years ago, but even still, like, threatening to sexually assault someone is, is was not okay 20 years ago as much as it's not okay now. Yeah. And so, I, you know, like... Like, I don't think you get to hide behind the whole, like, oh, well, they're just trying to stay true to the manga. Well, then you know what? Then shame shame on the manga writers for yeah. allowing this to continue on. Well, not and only that. Being, yeah. Yeah. For, like, for being so, like, it has to stay, like, to true form. Well, you know what? Um, F you, because that's not cool. Like. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, not only that, but, like, that argument falls flat in its face because the show has deviated from the manga in some perspectives. It's deviated in in taking out an entire chapter yeah. of the manga and putting two chapters that weren't going to go together together, as we saw with, um, with Hattori's episode. Yeah. And, like... There was an actual change of scene from the manga and in the, and to the anime. Cause when Akito and Toru meet, like, lock eyes for the first time, uh, in the show, it was by car. In the manga, it was legit, it was a completely different window. panel. It was by the window. Yeah. Completely mm-hmm. different panel. So it's like, you don't get to pick and choose when that argument is yeah. applied. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, they've already shown that they're willing to change things. So it's like, okay, so you decide not to change this very problematic thing. And that is just abhorrent. It's unacceptable. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, let's just I, pretend this episode doesn't exist. This <laughs> it doesn't exist. Only Hana plot. That's, that's yeah, only yeah. Hanajima stuff we keep. We only yeah. keep the Hanajima stuff. But, um, uh, I didn't, I didn't mention one thing because I wanted to leave it for the closing thoughts because it, it is I, because this is pretty heavy. I wanted to, I did want to leave on a positive note, but um, very cute moment with Todu and Yuki when Todu finally oh, says his first name. Like, that was yeah. very cute. Watching the pillows, adorable. Yeah, so yeah. Cute. And Todu not understanding because she doesn't see him blush, so she goes, "See, like it's not me." And it's like, "Yes, honey, it is you." It, like, but it is. <laughs> So that was that was a that was I think a highlight of the episode. That and Hanajima were just great highlights for me. Um but yeah, any any last uh last thoughts before we finish off? 
Um, I'm excited for Valentine's Day. Yes, I'm pretty sure Kagura's voice is the one we hear at the end. So I think she's like absolutely coming back. And I think that's going to be fun. I Uh, hope so. I, she, the boar is still the cutest animal. Yeah, no, she's the cutest of all of them, like hands down. Um, anyway, that does it for us. Uh, you can find out all the info on this podcast at OverlyAnimated.com. You can join us on Discord to text chat about animation at OverlyAnimated.com slash Discord. You can support us via Patreon at Patreon.com slash OverlyAnimated. Thanks to all our current patrons, especially our patron of the podcast, Joanna, a.k.a. Crispy. And thanks, as always, to our Patreon executive producers, Ryan, Steve, Alex, Beatrice, Hugh, and Michael. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.